Welcome to the Living Epistle Podcast, the place where you will find biblical principles to help you live out your faith on a daily basis and to have a positive impact on the lives of others. So get ready for another powerful episode of Living Epistle Podcast. Hello, my name is Tony Miles, and welcome to this week's episode of Living Epistle Podcast. I just came from a volunteer appreciation banquet at my church, and I thought it was absolutely beautiful that our pastor, Pastor Jesse Kearney III and the New Mercies Christian Church uh, leadership held a dinner specifically to honor all of the ministry volunteers. And even as was stated uh, at the banquet that ministry, the way that it happens at New Mercies, and I would venture to say at any uh, church that is effective in ministry, cannot take place without the volunteers. And so um, it was just, it was really just beautiful to watch. And so as I was watching uh, the honorees receive their recognition, all I kept hearing the Lord saying was, you matter, you matter, you matter. And why is that? Because uh, when the cares of life happen and, and, and all of the pressures of life and things seem to uh, sometimes not go our way, even within our own circles of the people that love us and, and whom we love and particularly our families, right? You begin to wonder, you know, do I really matter? And so I, I just said, Lord, what scripture really helps us to see how much we matter? And he reminded me or directed me to Romans chapter five, verse eight. And I'll read it from the New Living Translation version. And it reads, but God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. You see, my brothers and my sisters, we matter. We matter first and foremost because we matter to God. We matter to God not because of anything we've done to earn God's love. We matter to God simply because of God's great love toward us. And so when we have our fears, when we have our doubts, when we have our insecurities, when we have those concerns, when we have those moments of wonder, right? What we can remember is and what we should know is that we matter to God. And if we have any doubt, all we have to do is look to the cross. Jesus said to us, you know, I, 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 I care so much about you. When we look at the cross, what we see is just how much Jesus cares about us. And when we look at the cross, we see how much God loves us. When we look at the cross, we see how much uh, Christ loves us and the fact that he was willing to give his very life for us. And that above all else should show us that we matter, right? I think of John three sixteen. for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And so I was also reminded of Psalm, a very familiar passage of scripture, Psalm number eight, uh, verses four and five in the New King James Version. What is man that you are mindful of him and the son of man that you visit him. You have made him a little lower than the angels, and you have crowned him with glory and honor. 
the psalmist is asking, what are these mere mortals, Lord, that you that you think about them? God, you these mere mortals, you creator of heaven and earth. Who are they? What are they to you that you should care for them? And you've made them just a little lower than these angelic beings. And not only that, but you have crowned them with glory and honor. Right. So there's this position that you place them of high esteem. What is it? And so I don't know the answer to that. Only to, again, I have to go back to the Psalm Romans, uh, the, the, the scripture Romans five and eight. But God showed his great love for us by sending Christ. Right. And so the purpose of this week's podcast, my brothers and my sisters, is to encourage you to encourage me, to encourage one another, to encourage us to know that we matter. It is to encourage you to know that you are important. It is to encourage you to know that you are significant. But most of all, it's to encourage you to know that you're loved, regardless of whether or not our spouses or your spouses or our spouses show us any love or tell us that they love us, regardless of whether or not our children show us that they love us or regardless of whether or not they show us that they appreciate us. And let me pause right there. Sometimes our worst offenders are the people who live right in the very house with us. And let me say this. And sometimes we are the worst offenders for the people toward the people who live in the house with us. Right. And we take them for granted. And so regardless of whether our family or our friends or our, our neighbors remember to show us love or to remember to show us how much we're loved, we must know that we are loved. And I guess tonight's um, banquet for the volunteers just really resonated with me because, again, we, we just don't know. Tomorrow's not promised. We really must take every opportunity to show the people who we love and to show the people who we care about just how much we love and appreciate them. Again, tomorrow's not promised. And so we must take each day to let the people who we love and to whom we care about know that we love and we care about them. And we should just... Um, we should just never take for granted how saying a kind word might change the trajectory of their day and maybe even the trajectory of their lives by showing some appreciation. And don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong at all, family. I'm not saying that we shouldn't expect love and appreciation from our families. I'm not saying that. Uh, to the contrary, they should. But what I'm saying is even if they don't, even if our families don't show us the love and appreciation Right. Especially to those mothers and those fathers who who sacrifice and give all. And um, in particular, in this generation where children have this um, entitlement spirit and people, not just children, but people have this entitlement spirit that they're entitled to these finer things. They're entitled to the things that they ask for. They're entitled to have the best, you know, clothes and electronic devices and gaming systems and and all of this material stuff and and yet they don't see the sacrifices that mom and dad make to ensure that they have a more maybe they're living with their grandparents their grandmothers and their grandfathers or maybe their grandmothers and their grandfathers are active uh, participants in their lives and yet or their uncles and their aunties whomever you you get the point my point is this is that many times because these people, our parents, our grandparents, our uncles, our aunties, our close friends, our close relatives um, are always there that we begin to take them for granted. And, and, and it's not an original term, but I, I it immediately comes to mind this sin of familiarity. Right. 
Um, and I thought about Jesus. The word of the Lord says that he could do no miracles in his own country, in his own country. In other words, in his own hometown, because people were so familiar with, isn't this Mary and Joseph's boy? And I think it's the same with us that when our children and our loved ones and our families and our friends become so accustomed to us being there for them, to so accustomed to us providing in the case of our children and our dependents, in the case of our spouses, in the case of those who are close to us, it becomes so familiar, it becomes so routine that we begin to take it for granted. And so I just pray that after you listen to or as you're listening to this podcast, that you will be inspired to tell but more importantly, to show the special people in your life how important they are to you and to show them how much you love them and to show them how much you appreciate them. And then for those of you who are receiving this love and receiving this appreciation, I pray that you would reciprocate and, and again, show that mutual love and respect and show that. Um, just show that. Again, tomorrow is not promised. And so... Uh, even if we don't receive as parents or as fathers or as mothers or as grandparents, as those who are the ones God has charged us to be responsible for taking care of those who depend on us, even if they don't reciprocate, we can certainly teach them the lessons. We can continue to, um, you know, uh, teach them proper etiquette and manners. I'm all for that. But this is what I'll say is that even though they may not reciprocate, we must continue to let the love of God flow through us. We must know, even when it doesn't appear that we're making a difference, we must know that we are making a difference in the lives of those who um, we come in contact with and the work that we're doing. It is a labor of love. It's a labor of love. Why? Because we love God. It's a labor of love. Why? Because we know that God has called us to this work. He's called us to be husbands and he's called us to be wives. He's called us to be mothers. He's called us to be fathers. He's blessed us uh, to be good stewards. And so we have a responsibility regardless of the response and I can't help but think about Christ. I can't help but think about Christ. Christ did no wrong. And again, because of his great love towards us, God sent his son Jesus to die for us when he was not worthy of death. And yet he did do just that. Why? Because of his great love towards us. And so I often think about this, that we, again, uh, particularly even all of us who are parents, right? And, and we uh, raise our children and, and we see the behaviors at home and we think, are these my kids? Kind of in tongue in cheek. But then they get out into the marketplace. They get out into the schools and out into the marketplace and out to the world and will hear reports from people who've come and had contact with them or been encountered them. And they'll say, wow, you know, great kids or wow, you guys are doing a great job. And we kind of wonder, you really talking about our kids? So anyway, I digress. My point is this. Do not get weary in well-doing. Why do I say that? Because we are making a difference. You are making a difference. But most importantly, God sees your labor. Job 34 and 21 from the New Living Translation reads, For God watches how people live. He sees everything they do. So know that nothing is wasted. Nothing slips by God. Everything that you do, um, that you're doing for the Lord, that the Lord has commanded you and called you to do, God sees. And so regardless of how our families or our friends 
respond to our faithful acts of love and service to them, we must continue to love and to serve uh, them as we're giving service unto the Lord, right? Trusting and knowing again that our labor is not in vain. And I'll close with this familiar, very familiar scripture. It's Colossians 3, 23 and 24 from the New King James Version. And it reads, And whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance for you serve the Lord Christ. So my brothers and my sisters, work willingly, work diligently, work faithfully at whatever you do as though you were working for the Lord rather than for people. And remember that the Lord will give you your inheritance as your reward. So we're not looking for the reward, even though, hear me, even though we know it would be nice for our children to say thank you once in a while. Thank you, mom and dad. I appreciate you. Thank you, grandma, granddad. I appreciate what you're doing. Thank you, aunt, uncle, auntie. I appreciate what you're doing. Thank you, niece, and whatever. Yes, we want to hear that. But even if we don't understand this, that our ultimate inheritance, we're not working for earthly reward or earthly gain or earthly prizes. We're working so that we know that we will get our inheritance, our inheritance from the reward, uh, our inheritance as our reward from the Lord and the master um, we are serving is Christ. And so I must reiterate, know that you matter, know that you are important, know that you are significant, but most importantly, know that you are loved because God loves you more than anyone. So remember, family, preach the gospel at all times and when necessary, use words. This is Tony Miles. Thanks for listening. Now go and be a living epistle. Join us again next week for another episode of Living Epistle Podcast. Music for Living Epistle Podcast is provided by audionautics.com.